السلام علیکم و رحمت الله و برکاته الحمد لله الحمد لله و كفى و سلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إنا هديناه السبيل إما شاكرا وإما كفورا صدق الله العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الكريم ونحن على ذلك من الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين All praises due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala The supreme master, the most kind the most merciful, the most forgiving, the most tolerant. We testify that there is none worthy of worship besides Allah and we testify that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is the messenger of Allah. Respected elders, brothers, sisters and our beloved children. Let's start off with the children first and we take a child who goes to school and then we find that they get homework at school or they get homework at the Islamic center. And generally when they come home, they tend not to do their homework. It's always the parent chasing the child. Did you do your homework? Did you finish your work? School holidays are coming to an end. Did you do all your homework? And you'll find that Sunday night they'll be all cracking on with their homework. Last minute. So what is it that has taken away their time? When you look at the child when they come from school, they feel frustrated. They feel that I'm always being told off to do this, that, and the other. So the child has got that percentage of upsetness, sadness within themselves. I don't like my school teacher. Why? Gives me too much homework. So that very teacher who's trying to direct the child to achieve the best You don't like him or you don't like her. And this is not now, now this is, we're talking category of five years and six year old kids. If you rewind this clock and go back 30, 40 years ago, the amount of homework you would come with at home, you would spend an hour, two hours doing only homework. And sometimes you'll be sitting till 10 at night just doing school homework. So where is the time taken away from the child that they get so upset and sad not to do the school homework? Have you ever pondered or thought about it? That where is this time gone? And then, the child wants to become somebody. He wants to follow a certain personality. He's attached to something, or she's attached to something. So when they come from school, the bag is thrown, jackets off, 
and the remotes in the hand. I need to watch my program. I need to watch my program. Mom and dad, where are you? No, my son can't go to Islamic classes because why? He's got a program at three to four. You can't upset their program. So that child gets attached to a certain person or a celebrity. And then they will tell you, Mom, I want to become like him. Or I want to become like her. I want to be this superstar. I want to dress like them. I want to walk like them. I want to talk like them. And then comes the night and the homework is still not done. And then a few weeks go by, you get a call as a parent. We need to see you. Now suddenly you're worried. Why do they want to see me at school? And you get a letter from school. The child's underperforming. So we need to talk. You go to school and you, they open the books. Homework not done. Homework not done. Homework not done. So it upsets you. Now it triggers your mind off. And when you start depriving that child that what they like most they become upset with you. They don't want to talk to you. What do they say? My mom and dad are cruel. They're cruel. They don't like me. Why don't they like you? They all love you. They give you the best. So that time is taken away from giving the child the best. But we've all, we in, instead have substituted by the TV, by the technology, and given him these devices without control. There's no control. The whole day they're on it. You get into the car, you give them a device, they're happy. You go to someone's home, the first thing, can you give me a Wi-Fi password? The Wi-Fi password, otherwise I'm not coming with you, mom. If you don't let me get, have the Wi-Fi password, I'm not coming to visit. So we have a serious problem, my respected elders, brothers, sisters, and beloved children. You are beginning to disconnect with your immediate. You are beginning to disconnect with your parents. You are beginning to disconnect with your families, with your friends. You go to visit someone, you find a child is playing on the iPad. You're taking your own devices with you to comfort him so they keep quiet. They don't engage in any conversation. Everyone is just looking at the tablet or the devices. So what, when we look at this, it is a serious problem. And then there is this goal and achievement. When you look at famous people, they are wealthy, they are famous, but the end word is they are depressed. Are they happy? Pick up any celebrity. You find them, they are unhappy. Because there is something missing, my respected elders, brothers, sisters, and our beloved children. 
And what is missing that is the connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You ask a child, what, a child that's nine years old will tell you, Dad, our car is too, we need to upgrade. We need to upgrade the car because he saw it through a celebrity. And you don't have the means, my respected elders, brothers. But they put you in this corner. My clear message to you as parents, you are in control. You need to take the disciplinary time for your children. Otherwise, it's going to come to what I just, I was sitting and thinking that the first stage is obviously this dunya. We're living here. We've come for a purpose. And one day we'll close our eyes. Then we got the next stage. And the next stage is You've achieved in this world. You wanted to become somebody. Every, every person here has got their own ego, their own mindset. I want to become a CEO of a company. You ask a child, I want to become the Ronaldo. You ask somebody who's in football, or you ask somebody who's in cricket, he wants to become that superstar. I want to become a certain Hollywood star. I want to become a certain Bollywood star. That is in their mindset. That's what they want, that gold. And do we ever sit and think that every one year that's sitting here, including myself, when we came into this world, what did you come with? Anybody came in their hand with something? Can anybody say to me, I've came with something in my hands? No, my respect. You came empty, bare-handed. Nothing you had. Absolutely nothing. You couldn't speak. You couldn't see. You couldn't hear. You couldn't walk, you couldn't talk. So Allah made you complete with the best of structure. And then eventually you start destroying your structure by doing wrong. You contaminate the tongue, you start listening to wrong, evil, music, all these things, devices. You get hooked onto drugs, alcohol, gambling, all evil vices that we are surrounded by. And we take it very lightly, my respected elders. Ask those parents who have the situation in their homes and they will tell you how hard it is. They have to hide everything. So now, you want to follow the celebrity who is going through a depressed life. And you read up, they're on drugs. They don't know whether they come in or going. There's so much of wealth. They don't know how to use it. But we as Muslims, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made us very fortunate that we can share our wealth with the poor and needy. We can share our wealth where we, can, we get rewarded for it. So you become that who you wanted to become. But it comes back down when you get into your grave. Allah is going to, angels are going to ask you, what degree did you come with? Any angel going to ask you, the angel of death? Doesn't he takes you out and he takes your ruh, your soul and puts you into the next category? Now you're in your grave. You are in your grave. I was the CEO, I earned millions, I was, I had everything in my life. But... 
I failed in many ways where I needed to build my connection with Allah. I needed to understand who my Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa And three questions, my children. In your grave, ma dinuk. What is your religion? I'm not a CEO. What is your religion? In fact, the first question is, Marrabbuk, who is your Lord? Who is your Lord? Who is your creator? Allah is my creator. That will be your answer. Allah is my creator. And then the second one is, Mahdini, what is your religion? Not your degrees. Your degrees have all left behind because I told you, you came into this world empty. You're going back empty, nothing in your hands. But these amals, your deeds are going to go with you. They're going to take you further and further on. So the second question was, what is your religion? Deen al-Islam. Islam is my religion. And then the third question. Man Who is your prophet? Who is your Nabi? And that is Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Three questions, my respected elders. So everything else we have achieved. But let me say to you, my respected elders, achieve it with recognizing your creator. Achieve it by knowing your Allah. Achieve it by knowing the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And take together the Quran and the teachings of our beloved Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam to make it easy for us to answer those three questions in our kubur, in our grave. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide us, to protect us. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah al-qa'il. Wa man in In the name of Allah, the most kind, the most merciful, we seek protection and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us against shaitan and all his evil plans. We testify that there is none worthy of worship besides Allah and we testify that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is the messenger of Allah. Respected elders, brothers, sisters, and our beloved children, I mentioned a verse to you where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addresses us and tells us, Inna hadayna 
Indeed, we guided him to the way, be he grateful or be he ungrateful. Allah is telling us that Allah has showed us a way to be grateful. And if we don't appreciate that, and that's your choice because now you are taking an alternative to be ungrateful for all the pleasures that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed upon us. Now when we look at the continuation from the children to the adults, today's time, in this day and age, we find that depression has become a very, very common problem. It's taken over lives, it's led to people committing suicide. It has led to people taking drugs, overdose. And the list goes on, my respected elders, brothers, sisters. And this is because we all have an aim. I want to become that CEO of the company. I want to achieve more and more and more. And then what happens is, you put yourself in a situation of debt. You're owing and owing and owing. You become a victim of interest, which makes a hole in your pocket. And never recovers, can never recover, and can never recover. It is that situation where you put yourself in, where you exceed your desires. You are living comfortably. It's a freehold property. We are all under one roof. We are all living happily. No, but I'm not happy anymore. I don't want to live in Palmer's Green. I want to live in Gough Foster's. So now you put yourself with that short-term thinking that I'm going to, you put it on paper, I'm going to do this, that, and the other. And it doesn't work out. The happiness that you had in Palmer's Green, that you were so happy, and for six months you were thinking that you were happy in Cock Foster's, but when you started seeing that you couldn't manage anymore, now your happiness has been taken away. And it leads to what? Depression. It leads to anger. Because you can't manage, you become frustrated on your wife. You become frustrated on your children. You start becoming temperamental at work. You start becoming challenging. And then it leads to pride because I can't lower myself anymore, anymore because I'm living in Cock Foster's now. It's upper and lower now. Lower yourself before you get, it gets worse. And this is the problem we are facing today, my respected elders. Depression has hit young children leading into old. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in the Quran, and whoever turns away from my remembrance, from remembering me, وَمَنْ أَعْرَضَ عَنْ ذِكْرِي فَإِنَّ لَهُ مَعِيشَةً ضَنْكَ 
Indeed, he will have a depressed life. And we will gather him on the day of gather him on the day of resurrection, blind, can't see. For the actions that we committed in this world. Respected elders, brothers, sisters. Many a times you would see on TV or sometimes on your WhatsApp, you'll find you get a little clip of somebody living in poverty. Somebody that has got nothing, but they still have a smile. They don't have wealth. They don't have a home. They don't have shelter. They don't have clothes to comfort them. But yet they got a smile. I'll just take one country, take Palestine. Look at those children. And we can take all the countries that we have situations. But those children have a smile on their face. We are in the comfort zone, my respected brothers and brothers. We can create a genuine smile, or we can create a smile that inside here you are crying. You are crying, now you need help. And the only help we can get is not by going to a scholar and thinking, you know, if I get the certain type of a Taoist and he's going to cure me and he's going to sort out my problem. Or you go to some scholar and say, give me the, the water and sort out my problems. You sort it out yourself. You need to come out of the red zone, the red light, where you are in, 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 in a situation where you can analyze it yourself. And break that pride. And you will see goodness, inshallah. But sometimes we find it very hard. A righteous companion is better than loneliness. This was reported by Abu Darda who mentioned that the Prophet said that a righteous companion is better than loneliness and loneliness is better than an evil companion. A good writer is better than one silent and one silent is better than an evil writer. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide us and give us the understanding. How do we deal with the situation, my respected elders? Once our beloved Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned that Allah is angry with those who do not ask. Allah is angry with those who do not ask. That means ask to who? Ask to, unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ask Allah. Because that loneliness that you will be sitting on your sofa will eat you up internally, mentally, physically. It will chew you up because now you are gone in silence. It's in the air. It's going to explode one day. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then we remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by keeping the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on our tongue, dhikrullah. Connect, you haven't started praying, offer your salah. Lengthen your sujood and cry unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
Recite the Quran because it will bring tranquility to your heart. It will comfort you. Don't depend on anyone else but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because Allah puts you, if you have put yourself in that situation, but Allah will remove you from that situation. Ask Allah for forgiveness sincerely. Remove those evil vices from your life. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala lastly, seek help through patience, sabr. You need patience, my respected elders. Sabr, because Allah changes that condition. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, Ya sabirin. O you who have believed, seek help through patience and prayer. Indeed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is with the patient. Two things, sabr and prayer. So young ones, you are now eight, nine years old, start establishing your salah in your home. Parents, it's your responsibility to encourage them to read salah. But if you don't read your salah as a parent, then your child is not going to read because they're going to look up to you. Dad, you haven't prayed, so you want to tell me to pray. And kids are very sharp these days. They tell it like it is. They don't know how to zip. They have to make the last comment. The last word is by them. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide our children, protect our children, protect our families, and give us the true understanding and save us from depression. Let us not become vices of these things that lead us to depression. Allah protect our masajids and Allah give us the true understanding of deen, protect our imams, protect the scholars, and help us and the entire ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wallahu ta'ala yaqul wa miqawlin yahdari muhtadun wa idha quri al-Qur'an fastami'u lahu wa nsitu la'allakum turhamun a'udhu billahi min ash-shaytanir rajim bismillahirrahmanirrahim qad aflaha al-mu'minun alladhina hum fi salatihim khashi'un walladhina hum 'anil laghwi mu'ridun barakallahu lana wa lakum fi al-Qur'an al-'azim wa nafa'ana wa iyyakum bil-ayati wa dhikri al-hakim aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullahal 'azim li wa lakum wa lisa'iri al-muslimin fastaghfiruhu innahu huwal ghafurur rahim الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على محمد وازواجه وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ارحم امتي بامتي ابو بكر رضي الله تعالى عنه واشدهم في امر عمر رضي الله تعالى عنه واصدقهم حيا عثمان رضي الله تعالى عنه واقضاهم علي رضي الله الله تعالى عن وفاطمة سيدة نساء أهل الجنة رضي الله تعالى عنها وحمزة أسد الله وأسد رسوله 
اللهم اغفر لنا وللمؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات الأحياء منهم والأموات إنك السميع قريب مجيب دعوة رب العالمين اللهم إنك عفو كريم رحيم تحب العفو فافعنا اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان ومتنا على الإيمان وحشرنا يوم القيامة مع الإيمان اللهم ربنا اغفر لنا ولإخواننا الذين سبقونا بالإيمان ولا تجعل في قلوبنا غلا للذين آمنوا ربنا إنك رؤوف رحيم اللهم رب ارحمهما كما ربيانا صغيرا اللهم ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وضرياتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما اللهم رب اغفر وارحم وأنت خير الراحمين اللهم رب اغفر وارحم وأنت خير الراحمين اللهم رب اغفر وارحم وأنت خير الراحمين اللهم اشفنا واشف مرضانا وارحم موتانا اللهم اكفنا بحلالك حرامك واغننا بفضلك عمن سواك اللهم إنا نسألك علما نافعا ورزقا واسعا وشفاء من كل داء ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم اللهم صلني على جميع الأنبياء والمرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيذكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله العلي العظيم يذكركم وادعوه يستجب لكم ولا ذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون